Hello, beautiful people. It's so nice to be here with you. It's so nice to be talking to you again. Today, we are talking about the fourth ego identity that I'm mentioning in this series. So, so far, we've talked about relationships, appearance, and race and religion, which was my last episode. Go check those out if you haven't already, and then come back to this one. Today, we are talking about another identity that we, people, human beings, so often confuse ourselves to be and we don't even realize i mean you're, you you might be hearing this this strong association what i'm i'm not my watch like i clearly know that like this is my watch on my wrist and it's on my body my body is me like i am my body and you're wrong there too <laughs> if you think that you are your body um, and I did for a long time without even, and not even thinking about it in those words, but I thought I was my physical form because when I started losing my hair, I mean, for the first so many years of my life, I really focused on doing my makeup, how my face looked, how my hair looked, the clothes that I wore. So I definitely even unknowingly really, really strongly uh, identified as my human form. And now I know, I mean, thankfully, and this is so weird that I'm saying thankfully that my hair fell out because I don't know if if it hadn't, I don't know if um, if I would know as much that I am not my physical form. I talk about that in the second episode of this Ego Identity series on um, physical form. I talk about how painful and traumatizing losing my hair has been for me over like two decades and um, I think I've really, really struggled with it up until like recent years. So we are not, I've, I've realized that we are not this, this form because we are not anything that changes. Today we are talking about nice things. Who doesn't like nice things? Well, I'll tell you who doesn't like nice things or at least who doesn't want nice things. And it's somebody, it's somebody who, who wants to know what is life truly about? What is life without the nice things? I purged a bunch of my clothes. Yeah, around like five or seven years ago, I started getting rid of my clothes and I remember I moved to California and um, I had brought all my clothes with me and then in the few years that I was there I was just I just felt like I had so many things and I wasn't wearing them and not only was I not wearing them but I didn't want them I did not want my clothes anymore and this was so strange to me because just a few years before that, I remember when I worked at a daycare and I would think about my outfit every day. And I've, I'd been like that my entire life. Like I put so much thought into what I was going to wear to school. And I did that throughout, like for as long as I can remember. Um, high school every day, I... Um, thought about what I was going to wear and how I was going to do my hair and how I was going to look. Um, so clothes have definitely 
and maybe that's also part of appearance, right? So I've definitely been um, really consumed with with my appearance. But I started realizing um, a few years ago when I lived in California, California, and I had all my clothes with me that I didn't want clothes anymore. I didn't, I didn't, I, and I didn't want stuff. Like when people would would try to offer me things, like give me gifts, especially I, I would just be like, no, I really don't. I don't want it because I'm not trying to accumulate more things. Of course, I went through this this phase or this part in my life where I struggled with turning away things because there are times in my life where I agreed to accepting gifts from people and I really didn't even like them. Even when I even when I wanted nice things, somebody would give me something and I and I didn't like it. And so there's this, well, how do I, um, how do I say no to this, right? How do I turn this away, right? Because no, even if I do that in the nicest way, somebody might think of it as rude, but all I can do, I mean, I understand that I'm not going to appreciate it if I take it, right? And very often I, I have said, and I'll say, you know, please give this to somebody who will really, really appreciate it because, I mean, I can take it, but I'm, I'm not going to appreciate it. I, I don't know what I'll do. I don't, I don't even know what I'll do with it. Right? I, if you want this to be, a pre, if you want somebody to appreciate this, please give this to someone else. Like, and, um, and, and I'll say, or like, you know, give it to your daughter or give it to my sister or give it to somebody else. Right? Maybe, maybe they'll appreciate it. But there are, there are literally times where I've gotten things where, even before I started purging, but even before in my life where I, I didn't really like them and I didn't know how to, how to voice that. I remember one time my um, sister gave me this pearl bangle and it was really, in, in my taste, I would say that it's, it's, it's gaudy. Like it's very, it's, it's, it was a very, it's beautiful right? But it's very out there. And she was like, oh, you love pearls. And, and yes, I do, but I didn't like the bracelet. And I also, I mean, I I remember a few, and I, and I didn't voice that to her, right? I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't direct. I wasn't, I wasn't straight in my communication. I wasn't even I was just afraid to say um, how I feel and how do you like how do you really navigate that situation well well you can say things if, if I were to go back I would say well you know I'm really I'm really picky yeah like yes I like pearls but I'm really picky and you you might like this more than I do so you keep it you wear it or you give it to somebody that will like it is it going to hurt her feelings if um, if I tell her that the thing that she intended for me, I don't like, yes, I mean, I'm sure. But it's also the reason that I don't, it's one of the reasons, right? The first reason that I don't buy people gifts is, is because I, I don't believe in giving people things, right? My idea of giving and receiving what I would want is really just quality time and affection. Those are my love languages, Right. So spending time with me and having good conversation with me and and like beautiful words, like beautiful conversation. 
right? That's, I mean, I don't, I don't even think it goes so much as, um, as kind words, maybe, maybe, but just having good conversation with somebody is, and, and spending time with them is my idea of love. That's how I feel loved. And, um, so would it hurt somebody's feelings? Yeah. Um, but it's also, I mean, I, I also know how picky I am and I don't try to, to get things for other people that I don't know if, if that I'm not sure if they'll like, right? Unless I'm like, if, unless when, when I'm wealthy one day, I totally will just be like sending people stuff all the time, whether I know they like it or whether I don't know, I'm just going to be sending them stuff. Cause at that point I'm really not attached to any of it. Right. And I hope that, um, even now if I decide to, that I'm not attached to it, but, but like now it's like, it's, it's taking it's taking a shot in the dark almost if I'm not sure if if somebody will like something that I buy them because and and it weighs a lot more for me because I I can't I mean I think about that when buying myself something I think about the money when buying something for myself so yeah I would be even more likely to think about the money if I bought something for somebody else and I've and if I would think about it later I wouldn't do it again I've realized that in my life because I have spent money on other people. There were times where um, I I have spent money and regretted it later. Like just because in the moment I wanted something or I wanted to give something to somebody and my whole heart wasn't in it. So I regretted it later. So I don't, I try to just do what my heart allows and that's actually something that I learned from my best friend he's he's always said like if you have five dollars or you have five cents like if you can give the five cents without thinking about it ever again just give the five cents don't give the five dollars because if you're going to even think about it again one more time after that um and you wish that you had you had not given the five dollars well then like what's the point? You're you're now putting yourself in a situation where your heart wasn't invested in that decision and now you have regret over it. And that's not the point of life, right? Like we're trying to minimize the amount of regret that we feel later. So what you can do instead is just do what your heart allows. Right? Really truly listen, tune into your heart and see well what feels right right now cuz even the 5 cents might not feel right. Right. My mom, like in recent months, asked me if I wanted to donate to some charity that she donated to. And she mentioned that somebody else in my family had donated to it as well. Like, um, I mean, I don't I don't know if that was just to just to like encourage me to donate. I explained to her that, um, you know, I that's not my that's not my way of giving. Right. Like even if I donate five dollars, I think about the $5 right now that I spent on myself. So donate it to or give it away to to some cause that I don't, that I'm not even sure like where the money goes or if it's a cause that I don't fully agree with, right? I don't, I don't want to support. Well, I mean, there's, there's just so many things there and I think that it's so easy and it's been easy for me in my life just to get in the, get caught up in the, in the, in the crowd and what everybody around me is doing. It's like I have wanted to fit in so much. I try just to do things and only things that my heart allows. 
But for so long in my life, I wasn't like that because I really just wanted to be liked and accepted and I wanted to belong. And I know that now, you know, before I knew that consciously, I was just living it out. So I've had um, nice things in my life. I've been really blessed. And um, I also lived with my partner for 10 years who was willing and did give me anything I wanted. And we weren't rich or wealthy, but he has the wealthiest heart out of anybody that I've ever met because I've learned this principle of only doing what your heart allows. I've learned it from him because he never thinks about money after he spent it or, uh, on someone, right? And, and so he only does this. He only, he only does what his heart allows. And the reason that he doesn't think about it after he's spent money, after he's picked up a check at dinner or after he's decided to give somebody um, money, you know, just for whatever reason, maybe it's a, it's a, a party uh, or a wedding and um, he's decided that he's going to give, you know, money as the gift. Um, and these are my experiences that I've, you know, that I've had with him. But the reason that he doesn't think about it later is because he does what his heart allows. The only way to avoid this regret is to actually listen to yourself and what feels right for you, right? So if you only feel good giving $50 instead of $100 at a wedding, depending on who you talk to, they might tell you that, you know, that's that you should give more or that you should give less or whatever it is. Um, but only you know what feels right for you. So even if it's giving $10, right, then I would just give the $10. You know why? Because if I received that $10 and I knew that it came from somebody's heart, then I would appreciate it much more than if I received $100 and I knew that this money that I was holding, somebody really didn't want to give me. I just feel good about money in the sense that whoever's hands it is in, whoever's hands it goes to, is given in such a, in such a way where it's given freely, right? And, and so if we, if we give freely, then it means that we are in tune with our heart. And so that's, that's, what I, that's the experience that I hope to have um, just ultimately, even if I don't know how the person felt when they gave me money, I still, I still would hope for that. I would still wish for that. And I'd be grateful. I know now, even just talking about this, that I would be grateful more for the $10 and I wouldn't look at it as, oh, this person only gave me $10, right? It's my wedding. And this person put a $10 bill and with the card. I mean, there could be so many reasons for that, right? Other than the person, even if we just remove all of those reasons and if that moment just, if that person just gave the $10 in that moment, then I would just, I would just appreciate the $10. But if we are to think about why, if you really want to go into why somebody might do that, well, there could be so many reasons. Maybe you had a birthday party for your kid and the person gave $100 um, two months ago when you had the birthday party, but now you're getting married and they only give you 10 Right. What are the, what are some possible reasons for that? Maybe financial hardship. Um, you know, that's that's the most you know that's that's an obvious one that I could think of. But we just we truly don't know, right? What um, what somebody's motivations are for, you know, when they give. We don't know what their motivations are when they give. So, I just hope that whatever their mo motivations are, that 
you know, they're pure. So I learned this from my best friend, this, this principle of doing only what your heart allows. And I think, I believe he learned it from his mom, who is a really wise, wise woman. God bless her soul. I'm so grateful that, that he comes from her because I know so much, so much of his, both of his parents, he's so much of his integrity is, um, wow, like truly, truly, truly from his parents. And he's taken that up to a different level in his life. And I really believe that that is the purpose of reproduction. My best friend is the, is the purpose of reproduction. He has taken his mother's integrity and his father's integrity. He has combined them. And he is now, he is now a level of that that is probably, that has not been attained by, by man. I mean, I don't know if any man has attained this level of integrity. Um, but yeah, he just, he is the definition of integrity and it's truly, truly remarkable. I mean, it's the reason that I'm, that I'm sitting here telling, telling his story, right? Telling these stories because I, I have learned them and I have witnessed them with my own eyes. I mean, I lived with him for about 10 years. Um, so I, I got to see him day in and day out, just be this consistent human being. And from my point of view, somebody that I mean, I lived much of my life without integrity. It's just I really, really needed that. And I understand why the universe um, put put that in my life, put him in my life, because it truly, truly was was for me, truly a gift for me and a blessing for me and and just infinite lessons there. So thank you. Thank you so much, universe. So I guess this, um, you know, I guess money and nice things are definitely related and we can combine them. I haven't been, I, I was going to say I haven't been, I haven't associated myself with money, but I have because even in just thinking about when I would go out to dinner with my best friend and he would pick up the check, the check, sometimes like I wasn't sure if he should and he, when he did it, he hadn't, he never had any doubt about it, but, um, I, there were times where he did it where I was like, I don't know, should we, should we pick that up? And I wasn't even working at the time, right? I, I didn't work. Um, so, but I didn't know if he should pick it up. So like I questioned that for him and maybe it's possible that if I was working at the time that I would, um, that I would not have been, um, as uncertain in those situations, but it really comes down to, even if I, even if I hadn't been working, if I simply practiced this, um, this principle of doing what your heart allows. And I know that he decided to pick up the check. So it's him doing what he, what his heart allows. But if I trusted him and, um, and knew that he was making the decision from, from the place in his heart that was detached from the money and that I have, I had only witnessed money pouring into his life. Because he, because he was so detached from it and because he made decisions uh, regarding money from the best place in his heart and from not even just the best place, from a true place. That's what I'm trying to get, out, get at. It's from a true place. So it doesn't matter how much you give or it doesn't matter if you turn down the check. I mean, there were times where he did not pick up the check and I know he always wanted to. I know his heart always wanted to at any dinner that he's ever sat at in his life. I know a hundred thousand percent 
that he would want to pick up the check for everybody because that's the kind of human being that he is. And it's also the, the reason that he's a billionaire. It's because he's always wanted to take care of everybody and he's always wanted to feed everybody. And so he's always wanted everybody, he's always wanted to feed everybody and he's always wanted to take care of everybody. So, I mean, and that that extends beyond his family that ex- that extends beyond the people that he even knows that e- that extends to the entire world and when a human being truly feels that when a human being truly feels that then then they are given the opportunity to do so and he has the opportunity to take care of the entire world not because of anything else but because his heart because his heart has always wanted to and has always has always known that it was going to and that's one of if not the most beautiful thing about my best friend there's so many beautiful things about him he's just a bucket of beauty <laughs> but this is probably one of if not the most beautiful thing about him the the way in which he wants to help the world is that he wants to feed everybody and take care of everybody make sure that everybody has enough more than enough Um, and he says it's because he I was gonna say it's that he says it's because he or he feels that way because you know he's had more than enough he grew up in India where you know he he was privileged and he would you know, he would be driving to school. He would have a driver and he would sit in his car and watch the, the kids, the, the poor kids outside with their, um, with their bellies sticking out, just, just hungry and looking for food. And he grew up in that. So he, so he always, from the beginning, he wanted, he wanted to help. He wanted to help people. And he didn't only want to help his country. He just... I think he's just always wanted to help people and it's maybe it's a blessing that he grew up in in such a a poor country right where where he was able to witness poverty because it really it gave him it gave him the 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 example it gave him the scene that his heart was looking to fulfill and that his heart was his heart was looking to change that and maybe he came into this world wanting to change in that way, wanting to create change in that way, wanting to feed people, wanting to take care of people. And, and the universe just made him born in India so that he could, so that, so that he could witness that, witness such poverty. And um, even just kids, kids like kids that were his own age, even younger. Right? Can you imagine driving to school as a kid and you look out your window and I mean, you, you have a nice car, you're sitting in a nice, comfortable car and you have a driver in the front and you look out the window and there are just so many children barely with clothes, like coming up to your window, asking for money or asking for food or working children who are working on the street like can you imagine that kids your own age kids who probably should be in school with you like what are they doing out here 
it's it's really interesting how the universe gives us everything we need gives us every experience that we need in order to to help us to it kind of sets the the stage for our our calling which then we use our heart to fulfill and then our heart feels fulfilled because we used it in the way in in the highest way that we were meant to but so grateful for the universe right that that gave us what we needed to fulfill our heart's calling it's like i don't know i, I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg or you know which one comes first but i kind of think it's the i kind of think it's the chicken right like i i believe that the universe planted that in his heart long before he was born long before he came here to earth right that was that was written for him yeah not a coincidence magic but not a coincidence magical but not a coincidence so my best friend i i lived with him for 10 years and you can imagine this human being who gives and wants to take care of everybody i benefited that from that more than anyone and um he always took care of me always provided financially physically like did all of the work physically drove us wherever we needed to um did all of the work around the house um if we had packages downstairs he would go and pick up the packages um I, when i was carrying bags or when we went to to you know to a, a grocery which we didn't really often go to but if i was carrying anything in my hands and and he started this like when we met <laughs> like he never wanted me to carry anything and and, and it, I, I, you won't understand the full extent of that so i'm going to have to explain my best friend would actually fight with me to take the bags out of my hands and he wouldn't accept no for an answer he wouldn't accept not taking them from me so he would actually fight me until he got them and when you live with somebody like this right it's like you you then have to become the opposite of what you were before right to, to counteract this person because normally if two people in a relationship or if you know two whatever two friends or two people in a relationship or whatever right if two people if one of them never asked the other person if the other person would like help with their groceries right then then the other person maybe if there is a time where you know they are asked if they want help maybe they're grateful right maybe they're like oh like finally like you know this person asked like that's or even not even thinking of it that way but just like yeah like sure like you know they'll give it to them um you know and they'll share that burden but what happens is and i've actually experienced this in my life is when you have somebody who who constantly offers their help and even forces you to accept their help what happens is then you you have to force them not to take the thing from you or not you have to force them um not to help you 
right? So because they are always helping in that situation, then you have to, you feel like you got to do it sometimes, right? And if that person just keeps fighting, then it just becomes like, oh, okay, I'm just going to do it every time. You want to do it every time? I'm going to carry my bags every time. Right? So then, so that's kind of like how the rest of our relationship would play out. I mean, I don't think I ever really wanted him to carry anything that I was holding, um, even when we first met. But like, as we started to live together, it just became a fight every time. Like every time with the groceries, like even when even when we, we got groceries, he would tell me to come inside. He wouldn't open the trunk. He would just be like, go inside. And I'd be like, no, I'm just I'm just here. I'm going to I'm going to help like I, like I just wanted like it just made sense. Like, why should I not carry anything? And um, and and he'll be like, no, just go inside. And sometimes he wouldn't even open the trunk. So I'd just be waiting there and then he would open the trunk. And then I would like I'm like, don't worry, I'm just taking the light things. And I would just try and take like the light things off the top or I would try and take as much as I could, because if I didn't, then then he would. And then it became this thing where um, like because he thought I was I mean, I started to take some heavy things, too. If I could, I would sneak some. Right. Because how is he going to take all these groceries what he would do is he would just take all of them at one time so I was like okay I'm gonna help him and I think because he felt pressured by me taking groceries that he would also just he would start grabbing as many as he could while while I started taking the light things because he thought I was gonna take you know more more than I should have or he would he thought I was gonna take like some heavy things in there too so that's kind of like the the rest of our relationship like played out that way where we, we, we would just fight over who was going to carry who and we would both try to carry everything ourselves so anyway so that's my best friend <laughs> just, just crazy in so many ways like when your heart is when you live by principle people will often think that you are crazy right because you are just so adamant about what you believe and for him, I realized that there, it's just he follows things to a T. And it's ironic because his name also starts with T and he goes by T. Go check him out on the Stop Singing podcast. His integrity is just the thing that I most, that I admire most about him, like his principle. And I talked about before how he wants to feed and take care of people. And that's, you know, the most beautiful thing about the way in which he, he gives to the world. But if there was something about his character that I admire, right? So not specifically in the way that he loves or gives, but just something that is just about him. I would say that it's his integrity. It's, it's the way that he practices without, without fail, without gap, without questioning it's like once he believes something once it becomes part of his his integrity once it becomes part of his internal system once it becomes his once he chooses to practice that thing it's a done deal it's a done deal because he will just live his life every day like that so yeah he doesn't he doesn't waver on his principles and that's really i mean somebody could call that crazy and at the same time, like, if you were to have integrity, right, how would you know? How would you know if certain times you would, you would not do something, right? That's kind of like this gray area that kind of defeats the purpose of integrity, right? And I've struggled with this in my own life where I'm like, okay, um, when I've 
just been trying to find myself. I mean, just really create my identity in the last two years since I've had my awakening. I have been really struggling. Well, this is one one area that I found challenging was trying to understand, well, well, what's the right thing for me to do? And if I decide to do that, do I do that every day? I mean, I guess I could, and that would probably build more trust with myself. But the fact is, or the truth is that I don't really know what's right for me. I don't know if I should clean the house every week or every month or every day, how much I should do, when I should do it. I don't know. So if I say that I'll do something and then I just stick to that thing, maybe it's not the right thing for me, right? But then then if I actually stick to something, that's that's the point, right? The point is sticking, The point is sticking so that we build trust in ourselves. And my best friend, can I tell you, he he trusts himself. There is not a shadow of doubt within him when it comes to any of his principles because he has built this muscle and he he has followed himself to a T, right? He has followed the principle to a T and he has has listened to his, his, also his intuition, right? So when it came to... um picking up a check, right? Picking up a check is not part of his principles, right? But owing owing debt is is definitely part of, you know, it, that's a principle. But picking up a check is not a principle, but that's that's more giving. But so not only is he so adamant on and so um so mindful of when he owes any uh, owes debt, right, to anyone or to anything. But he when it comes to giving money, also right he also listens and trusts his intuition he trusts his heart he listens to his heart about how much he can do and what will feel good to him later like he's already anticipating that already feeling that and he makes a decision from that place so between his principle and his heart wow like that that's that's an extraordinary human being extraordinary there are things that he pra- he has pra- he had been practicing for a long time that many people will never never even dip their hands into in their lifetime right there are people that may never experience integrity in their lifetime and if i hadn't met my best friend it's possible that i would have been also somebody like this i i did not have integrity i did not have a conscience and I didn't know what principle was. Um, but I'm super, super grateful because the universe really, um, the universe is so intentional and the universe had, had this plan for me where I, would, where I would know the truth. And it did that so perfectly. It did that by putting the perfect person in my life. It was just a perfect scenario. It truly, truly was. And I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful because it is the thing that my life was really missing and I see that and I understand that now and um, I know that there are things like even in just talking about building trust with myself and sticking to something I know that the that the wavering and the fluctuating that I that I have done um, even when it comes to deciding when I'm going to clean my house like if I keep fluctuating if I keep wavering if I keep going back and forth, then I can't actually build the trust because I'm going to stay in a space of just forever exploring, right? But if I actually stick to one routine and let's say it doesn't work, then I can adjust the routine. I can change the routine and then stick to the new routine. 
But in just saying, oh, I'm going to do it on that day. Oh, I don't, I'm really not going to do it on that day because the house doesn't feel clean. Uh, The house feels clean. It doesn't really need to be clean or I don't feel like doing it. If I have time to do it, then I still should do it because I'm building the trust with myself. And that's, that's more important. And that's how we go through life, right? It's, it's making a choice and then carrying out that choice, living that choice until we make a, do, uh, make a new choice. But not choosing does not benefit us. Not choosing creates, doesn't create the muscle, doesn't exercise the muscle of confidence and not choosing actually creates neuroses. So I realize that I'm wrong. I realize that I actually need to stick to a routine. And there are things that, that I want to do less than other things. And I think cleaning is one of those things. Um, and I give myself excuses like I don't have time or um, I don't feel like doing it or um, it's not as important as the other things. But the fact that I talk about it like in this podcast is proof enough that I um, that I need to do something differently there. And I hope this is helpful to you. Soon I will, I will be on, on a better path there. So that, um, so that I don't have to keep talking about this, but hopefully this conversation is still, is still relevant, still helpful to you. So I've learned a lot of things from my best friend. Um, now, uh, in living with him, I've had, I mean, he's been willing to give me anything and everything. And so I think I've been really lucky um, because that's the reason that I, it could be a big reason why I didn't want nice things because I had everything or or I had the opportunity to have everything. Um, I didn't want a lot of things, but I knew that if I asked him for anything, he would give it to me. And then I just, even just knowing that, like truly knowing that is enough to be in the situation um, and, and feel like, oh, okay, like I really don't want anything because I know that I can have anything I want. Um, and like my best friend, anytime he wanted to eat out, like he would always just, like he was just so free in giving, just so, so beautiful. Like he never, he didn't think about it. He didn't think about spending the money. And um, his life is truly, truly remarkable because, um, I mean, he, he, I think he would think about it, not I think, but I mean, he, he would think about it for himself a lot and I remember like if you wanted to buy something if it was like a piece of um equipment or something technology like technological um he like whatever even if he just anything that he wanted to buy for himself he would really think about it for a long time like even a year Right. I'm sure there are things in his life that he thought about even longer than a year and he would finally allow himself to buy that. But when it came to other people, he was like when it came to me, he he would get me he would get me anything. And when it came to like having dinner with me, like he would just he like there was no limit, like he would just spend order freely. And um I also I think have had conversations with him where I've shared with him that I don't want him to kill his own desire because his own desire is the very thing that I mean when he follows when he also 
treats himself like he treats the person that he loves the most when his self is when him when he treats himself like that right then he will unlock everything that is in store for him in the universe and um it's it's funny because i guess it's it's more sometimes it can be easier to give others than it is to give ourselves and in other ways it's easier to give ourselves than it is to give others i think it just depends on the person and the situation right i think we're all different in that in that regard um but yeah it's it's definitely something interesting to to think about so i i didn't really want nice things because i didn't i knew that i could have anything that i wanted um but my my best friend um is probably a big reason why um why i was able to to get over this want for and desire for things um but in my life i've had a lot of desire for things as i told you i was really obsessed with my clothes and when i would i remember when i would work at the daycare when i um which was really my first job um i had some before then but they were they were all like six months or shorter so they weren't real jobs but um when i started working at a daycare i remember like when my teachers that i worked with would compliment me on my outfit like it like it made me feel really good and that was like a sense of pride for me so i definitely i didn't think that there would be a time in my life where i would not want clothes um but i ended up just purging um i think like three quarters of my of my wardrobe so i just took out all my clothes i had friends come um and just take things um take whatever they wanted and and then i just gave a lot of it away like i donated it so yeah i never thought that that would that that point would come in my life but there became a time where I just, I didn't want things. I didn't find value in things. I also, in my life, I mean, this is, clothing is tied to my appearance. And also I have, I have also shoplifted a lot in my life. Um, I remember when I was younger, I shoplifted from a stationery store. And if you're listening to this, please, um, please continue to listen because I explain why I stopped shop, shoplifting. Um, and I, I don't want you to. So when I was younger, I really liked different colored pens and, um, I really, the stationery store was like my favorite place. And I remember just when I went to the stationery store, I just stole a bunch of them. And I think it's because I don't know why I did that. I don't think it's um, that my um, that my family, I don't think it was a, a question of whether they could afford them because it was younger when my father was still alive and we were well off. Um, but maybe just because I couldn't have them, right? Maybe my parents told me I couldn't have them or for some reason, for some reason, because I couldn't have them and I really liked them, I just stole them. 
And um, I would tell you in this in this instance that there that there has to be something greater that stops somebody from stealing, right? For me, there wasn't. For me, there wasn't this um, principle that it's wrong. Did I knew? Did I know that it was it wasn't the right thing to do? Yeah, of course, because I knew that I had to do it secretly so that I wouldn't get caught. And my fear more was for getting caught than actually stealing. I didn't. I didn't feel bad for the stealing, but I had. But I had worry in my life about getting caught. So today, I mean. Today, I have principle, right? So, so if I walk into, I mean, so today I wouldn't shoplift, right? Um, but before in my life, I, I didn't have this conscience or integrity. And I'm really not, not saying that as an excuse. I'm saying that because I didn't feel bad about stealing. Today, today I would. And today I wouldn't steal. Today I wouldn't shoplift. But... There were times in my life where I did. I shoplifted from stationary stores. And I'm really trying to to get at this association with nice things. Because somehow I felt like if I had those pens, my life would be better. <laughs> right? On some level. Like I, I, I wanted them for a reason. I didn't need them, but I wanted them. So I went so far as to shoplift for um, what I believed was something that I wanted. And I've shoplifted clothing. I've shoplifted shoes. I remember one time I got, I got caught um, at a popular store and I was, I was scared when I got caught. Like they let me, they let me off. But like that could have been, that could have been a problem, right? That, that easily could have been a problem. And it was a popular um, store, a popular company. So, man, like, yeah, that could have been bad. And I shoplifted many times from from makeup stores um, because it was so easy. And I had really discreet ways of doing it as well, um, which I'm not going to talk about because I don't want you to. Um, I don't want to give you any ideas. I just want you to know, though, right, that you can like even even if i don't talk about this right you may just even if you don't listen to this even if somebody doesn't listen to this they still might shoplift right so i just want you to know that there is something within us that truly knows the truth and on the surface we know that something is you know isn't the right thing to do we know that stealing isn't the right thing to do but there needs to be something deeper inside. And, I, and if you're listening, I want you to, I encourage you to teach your children this. When we have integrity inside and we realize the effects of our actions, when we are in tune with the effects of our actions, then we are more likely to have good actions, right? And to... And to and to make good decisions. And I, I truly encourage you to, to not only teach integrity, but the best way to 
to teach is to be. So if you have strong integrity yourself, your children will 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 mimic that. They will model that. They will be that. And now maybe you're asking, well, um, how do I help myself if I don't have integrity? Well, I can tell you this. When you have integrity, when you start to live by your own principles and follow your own set of ways of being, right? You, you agree and you abide by your own ways of being, how you operate. Then you feel better about yourself. You feel better within yourself. You, you trust yourself more. You have more confidence. You, you are more authentic. You, you express yourself more. You, because you are building, you are building the foundation for yourself. And, you know, I think, I think it's, it's very easy. It's very easy to, um, to to not build this and then also it's common to not have it right because integrity is rare first of all and second of all a lot of a lot of children are are growing up without um without seeing this integrity in their life so if you don't have integrity right i i believe that if you if you if you have strong examples in your life, then you will, you will have your own connection to that, right? Even if you aren't, aren't taught directly, you will probably, if you're around that, you will start to connect to it in your own ways and you will understand, you will feel the good feelings that come from being that way. And I think life is really about accumulating more and more good feelings, right? We want to feel good about ourselves. We just want to feel good, period. But just not not feel good as in having having the pen or having the the clothes by stealing them. Right? We want to feel good about who we are. Who we are. And that's a a different depth of of knowing and um i think that's more important than than nice things having nice things so i've gone out of my way to to acquire nice things that that i shouldn't have to to steal um, because I really believe that, well, somewhere inside me, I was using them for something. I was using them to feel good about myself. But today I would use my integrity. Today, my integrity makes me feel good about myself. And um, I don't want to steal anything. Um, no matter 
no matter what, no matter any of the reasons that I have given myself previously. Right? And you could give yourself, I mean, I've given myself reasons as such as like, oh, this is a this is a, a big company. It doesn't mean anything to them. Right? Or these people don't don't need this as much as I do, or it won't make a difference to them. But that doesn't matter. Because Integrity is an inside thing. You decide not to do it because of you, even if even if there are millions of that thing in right right around you and and nobody is looking and it's the and you have every reason that you could think of to take one. But integrity would tell you, even in that situation, that you wouldn't even touch any of them. So it's really remarkable what just your your inner world and what you what you choose, what you decide, who you decide to be, how you could truly live not just each moment but live your life that way. And my best friend has been living his life that way. So it's um it's truly an honor to witness that and I also I'm I'm new to integrity but um I hope to I hope to I hope the rest of my life is is this I hope integrity is the rest of my life I hope the rest of my life is integrity So um I don't steal anymore um, and I only want things that are meant for me. If it, if it should go to somebody else, I don't want it. Or if I can't afford it, I don't want it. I just want what is for me, what the universe deems is, is for me to have in this moment. That's all I want. And I think that's also because I don't focus on the outside as much. And maybe all of this is connected. Maybe I don't focus on the outside as much because I also don't focus on relationships as much. I focus on just my relationship with myself. I know I'm not these things outside of me. I know I'm not religion. I know I'm not my race. I know I'm not my, my appearance. I know I'm not my relationship with my partner, with my mom, with my dad, with my best friend, with any of my friends, with my sister, with my brother, with my cousin, with my mama. I'm not, I'm not any of these relationships. I'm not any relationship with anybody. I'm just me. I'm just me. I'm just me. I think that I have been somewhat, I have in my life identified with, with things, nice things or just things, even if it was a, even if it was just a, a, a pen. Somehow I thought that the, that the pen would would do something for me but 
Today, my integrity does everything for me. And, um, and I'd rather, I'd rather live that way. I'd rather live by my integrity. Okay. Um, I think that's it on, uh, on nice things. Um, I love you guys. And um, feel free to share any of your... Any comments with me. When I'm talking about these identities, I'm, I'm talking about them through my life and my experience with them. But I know that that's different for everybody. So, but I'm just sharing my own point of view and how I relate to these things. But I'm curious to know what your experience with nice things and all these different um, associations that we make to things outside of ourselves how we tie ourselves to them I'm curious about your experiences so please share them with me if you feel called to I love you bye bye